Hello and welcome to the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy podcast. This is your host, Nicole DeVincentis. And if this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you. And our goal here is to empower, encourage, and inspire you to go out there and champion every area of your life and create the life that you love. All right, so we're right in the middle of a really cool series, one of my most favorite topics, and it's actually the art of recreating yourself. And that's how I totally view it. Recreating yourself is an art. There's some hardcore work that has to be done, but when you are sculpting this life that you love and designing this life that you love, it comes back to you. You as being the catalyst, you as being the leader who decides what direction your life is going to be taking. And this can totally, totally be done. I promise you. A little bit about me in case you're new to our podcast here. I actually, um, I'm in my 40s. I'm 45 years old and uh, I come from a nursing background. And through the years, you know, there are a lot of things going along um, which didn't really fit my life anymore. And I knew while I was working as a nurse that I loved helping people, but I wanted to do something more. I wanted to be able to contribute at a much greater range than what I was able to do on an individual level with my patients. And I transitioned into an educational role. And that was really when I decided or discovered like, holy crap, I can impact so many more people if I begin coaching and training other individuals who then go out and assist other people or help other people with what I'm coaching and training them on. So it started kind of like helping people through other people. And, you know, as time goes on and you kind of figure out what it is that you like to do and where you want to make your impact, that became part of my recreation process. Now, in order for me to transition from that into what now is a fully functional operational business, there was a lot of internal dialogue and habits and belief that I had to actually learn about and then reprogram in order to make that process of recreation way more effective and fun. Um, Because I'll tell you what, like when you're dealing with some of the junk that you own, when you're trying to recreate yourself, it can be a little bit painful, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. Like recreating yourself is a fun process. And what I've learned is that it always comes back to those, like that one day, right? Like all great stories begin with, and then one day, like you realize that something in your life no longer serves you. You've been tolerating something for a period of time. It could be a job. It could be you know, how you're treated in a relationship. It could be your health and fitness. This could be your finance. I mean, this could be anything. And then one day, it's like something happens and then like there's the straw that broke the camel's back and you like you just can't take it anymore and something has to change. Well, guess what? It has to be you first. You have to be, like Gandhi said this, you have to be the change that you wish to see in the world. And it always comes back to your being the leader of yourself first before you're ever able to influence your home environment, your work environment, groups of people. You know, you have to develop your own standards, hold yourself accountable so that the process of recreating yourself, it it goes through your heart. It becomes much, much more natural. 
because it's all of you, which is being recreated. I mean, we can do a lot of superficial, you know, cosmesis on the outside, you know, getting you into shape and, you know, making your skin look healthy and great and clear and vibrant and all this stuff. But if we neglect some of that internal work, it, nothing that we do will hold any sense of permanence. And that's when you recreate yourself, you know, for the good, the change has to come from the inside out. So it is a body, mind and spirit thing. I usually talk about, you know, champion mindset and like the heart of a warrior. And when you twine those two together, like there is seriously nothing that you cannot do. That was a double negative. Nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. That's what happens. Champion mindset, heart of a warrior, like you get out there and you make shit happen. So when you are recreating yourself, again, this is part two of the series which we're in. Part one of the art of recreating yourself, we talked about making your list. You had some homework um, to go and make the list of the things that no longer serve you. All right. So if this, you just happen to find this podcast, you caught us, you know, two segments in here, go back and listen to the previous one there. Okay. You're going to be able to, you know, get some coaching and, you know, make your list as well. But for those of you who are up and ready to go, all right, we're on to our next level here. Now, when you have discovered and written down those things, which no longer serve you, I don't care what this is. This could be something with your health and fitness. This could be your relationships, you know, lack of respect in the relationships. This could be cleanliness of the home. This could be your financial situation. This could be your circle of of friends that, you know, this is just not moving in a good direction. Like this could be anything for your life. What the next step is when you realize this no longer serves you, how do I change it? Okay. And first and foremost, you change yourself. Okay. So what you've noticed when you realize something has not served you is you have actually upgraded your standards. And that's, that's like the launching pad for you to make that change. All right. But then you have to go now you have to actually do something about it. So how do you do this? If you're not used to maybe holding yourself accountable, because a lot of this, this is the art of recreating yourself. This has to do with you changing yourself from the inside out, nourishing and infusing yourself from the inside out. Now, in no way is this telling you not to love other people. This is not what mainstream culture is is projecting for you to like cut everybody off and be self-centered. It's actually quite the opposite. What this is, is learning how to nourish and infuse yourself with the, the tactics and the strategies so that you can give at a higher level because you can never pour from an empty vessel. If you continue to, to be a constant giver and you're giving for other people and you neglect some of those fundamentals with yourself, you're going to fatigue out, you're going to lose interest. This is only going to be something temporary for you and you're never going to have that long-term, that permanency that you are looking to have, but that is actually requisite when it comes to recreating yourself. Okay. So everything that we do, you know, ties into that permanent lifestyle change, at least when it comes from me anyway. Okay. So back to our little uh, topic here, our challenge is now we're going to take those things that no longer serve us. And what we're going to do is we are going to, to hold ourselves accountable how do we do this? Now, I know that that causes a lot of people to freak out. So let's, let's do something here real quick. Let's take a quick chill pill. Okay. 
We're going to move ourselves into both a, a state of relaxation, but a place of, you know, more power and peace. Let's do that. So if you would, let's sit up a little bit taller, stand up a little bit taller. Let's take a nice big breath in, in through your nose, inhale, and exhale. Again, inhale, and exhale. One more time. Inhale and exhale. Okay. With that one little exercise, what we have done is we have changed our physiology. We've increased some blood flow, introduced some extra oxygen into our body to get ourselves into a higher state. But at the same token, what we have done is we have recruited a part of our nervous system which is responsible for calming us down, all right? So what we're achieving here is clarity of thought, okay, <laughs> and inner peace at the same time. How's that? So that's, a, that's an awesome exercise, awesome strategy that you can use as a takeaway. And you literally, like, what did that take? 14 seconds maybe? You can do that any time of day. Anytime you feel like you're about to mount the crazy train, anytime you feel a loss of power, anytime you're questioning yourself, anytime the negative committee inside of your head turns on, you're able to do three to five of those, what we call them, power breaths and automatically put yourself into a place of peace and power, that mental clarity, in order to be able to continue forward in your endeavor. Okay? Cool. All right. So here we are. We're developing what's called airplane accountability. All right. Now, when you coach with me, the one thing that I train, especially women, sometimes we can be kind of wishy-washy about holding ourselves accountable, but we can do stuff for other people all day long, but we don't hold ourselves accountable. All right. Is we train to what's developed, what we call develop as airplane accountability. And what that means is this airplane accountability is putting yourself on the calendar and honoring it to the same degree that an airplane honors the times for takeoff. Now, I kind of say that with tongue in cheek because I live in Chicago and we have O'Hare and I know a lot of times our flights can actually be delayed and that's not what I'm talking about. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about like best case scenario where planes are taking off at the time that they say. So if the plane is due to leave at 11.04 a.m. from gate whatever, C, uh, C5, I don't even know if that's a real thing, just inventing that up, but if that's the case, do they hold the plane if you are late to the airport? No. Do they hold the plane if you get caught up in security, you know, through the TSA? No. Do they hold the plane if O'Hare has a connecting flight for you and you were late coming in because we had a pop-up storm and you, you, you know, couldn't land and now your connecting flight, you know, you missed it? No. I gave you the answer there. They don't, okay? That's airplane accountability, and that is key to recreating yourself, okay? So how do we do that when you're not used to receiving? <gasps> I know, I'm hitting on all these pain points because you think that you're the only person who ever deals with this. I guarantee you, you are not, all right? Especially if you come from a service industry, especially if you are a woman, and especially if you come from... A family that embraces martyrdom, okay? I'm going to tell you, my family doesn't know this, but my family kind of does. Like, we are, like, 
givers. We would give you the shirt off of our back. We totally do. And we usually tend to give. And oftentimes it will come at the expense of one's own self. Okay, so it's not just how much can you give, it's how much can you give without destroying yourself. That's the coaching concept of the day, okay? So what we're going to do just with this segment is we're going to learn how to develop airplane accountability when we are looking to recreate ourselves, okay? Now your list of the things that no longer serve you, let's take a quick look at that, okay? Whatever that is. What we're going to do is we are going to start to build into the words that we use, the airplane accountability, and develop what's called a refusal list, okay? Now listen to the difference in the words. Things that no longer serve me and I refuse. Which one holds more power? It's totally I refuse. Refuse is like heels in the sand. Refuse is we are not budging on this. Refuse is I am not moving forward with this. Refuse is no. No period without an explanation. Do you feel and see how much more power there is behind that? Okay, now no one's going to see this yet. This is just you, okay, and I'm here with you. So let's do this. Down your list of the things that you will no longer, or the things that no longer serve you, we're transitioning this into what's called the refusal list. Put it into words now what you refuse, okay? Example, I refuse to tolerate this much body fat on my body. I refuse to continue to allow to use money as a reason for not being able to do stuff. <gasps> okay? I refuse to continue to purchase, uh, I don't know, clothes at Goodwill. I know this may not be immediate time. It doesn't matter. I'm talking long term. This is your goals. We're raising your standards. Work with me here. Okay? I refuse to be disrespected. Whoo. I refuse to continue working 20 extra hours from home after I put in 45 on my job. <gasps> okay? I refuse to be cheated on. I refuse to have a filthy house. I refuse to have mismatched socks in my drawer. I refuse to... I don't know what this is for you. Okay, whatever it is for you, those pain points, the things that no longer serve you, step up into your power and make your refusal list, the things that you refuse to tolerate. I'm not asking you to make any action on them. What I'm asking for you to do, inviting you and encouraging you to do now is to learn how to step up into your power and identify those things that cause you the most pain that if you could just smash them out of the ballpark, your life would 100% be transformed for the better, okay? Like, what could you do if that thing was no longer there? That's, that's the attitude. That's where this gets fun. That's where your blood gets pumping. So let's go out there. Let's get ready to carpe our damn diem. Make your refusal list. And then I'll see you back here next time for our next action steps. Make it a great day.